0: Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs, So you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business one cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. girl. Welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. So honored that you're back. Thank you so much for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. Happy Wednesday. Happy October, girl. It is almost Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Where did the year go? It went by so fast. I'm really just loving that it is fall. I'm waiting for that fall weather to hopefully happen soon because I'm from Chicago. I'm from the Midwest and usually it's cool and breezy right now, but I'm in Texas now. So that probably ain't going to happen, right? (laughs) Uh, But I'm just so excited that, oh my goodness, Christmas is almost here and that we get to start a whole new year. So pretty cool. Um. Anyways, hey, girls, so today I want to talk about something a little bit different. I want to ask you a question. Are you embracing that senora life? So what is that senora life, right? Think about it, okay? Like we see it and in our community, right? We know what a senora is. I was raised to call people senor, senora, right? Like usted, uh, so, the senora life, right? Like when you think of a senora, you usually think of an older lady, maybe your grandma, your tia, somebody like that. And has it happened to you already that they have called you senora? <laughs> so, you know, you can feel some type of way if somebody calls you senora, right? And for those of you who maybe you don't speak Spanish, the majority of my listeners are Latinas, but señora really means like Mrs. But, you know, in in, at least in my culture, being Mexican-American, being Mexican, a señora was like an older lady and you call her señora out of respect. So really, when you think about In my head, like, I'm still 21, right? But I'm really not, because I'm going to be 40 soon, right? So what does señora life really mean? What does it mean to really be a señora, right? Girl, it's really not that the señora's old like that, like how some people think, right? What does the señora do, right? She really loves her cup of cafecito. Like, I'm really starting to understand why women love their cafecito, And let me say this, for those of you that don't know, early on, I actually shared why I talk about cafecito so much and how symbolic cafecito actually is. So when I had my previous podcast, the very first one that I had launched, I used to tell people, hey, join me at the virtual coffee table. So I always had this sense of like coffee is special, cafecito is a special thing. So what I remember is one of the things that, you know, my my mom and my grandma, they would go eat um, and they would have their coffee. My grandmother, Micaela, I'm named after her, always had her coffee all the time, no matter what day it was, she would reheat her coffee. She loved her coffee. okay. and one of the things that I saw was women really sharing their heart over this cafecito and over their meals, right? So it's a very, to me, a very special thing that happens when you have your cafecito and you really have this conversation. I love to go get a mocha from, you know, a certain coffee shop that's pretty huge. <laughs> it's my favorite mocha. Like I try to grab one from somewhere else and it just never tastes the same. That's my thing. Cause my days can be so routine. My days, can be so like on the go. Uh, I have two teenagers living here so it's one of those things where like I need my cafecito in the morning right or sometimes I switch it up I don't have it in the morning I have you know my uh, energy juice it's like a natural juice that has, has energy gives you natural energy but anyway it's one of those things like what does that senora life look like right? Have you embraced the senora life? Have you embraced all that you have learned at whatever age you are? Maybe you're older than I am. Maybe you're a little bit younger than I am. I don't know. But at whatever age, whatever season you're in, have you embraced all of the things that you've gone through, all of the wisdom that you have really gained through life's hard lessons? So I posted something within my community. If you're not there yet, if you're not in there, come join me. I'm revamping it. I'm trying to do some fun things in there. So, go to com, click on community, podcast community, and it will take you straight to the group. So, one of the things that I asked in there is, "Señora, what has life taught you?" Right? And I I talked a little bit about the wisdom that I've learned through life. So, I am really embracing that, hey, I think I'm turning into a senora, and it's not a bad thing. That senora life is not a bad thing, right? It really isn't. If we're getting older, it's not a bad thing. One of the things that I've recently done is I got into lashes. I'm building a team through these lashes. They're amazing. Women love them. I like them. They're fun, right? Right. It's a fun way to really express yourself. And I think that we live in a society that tells us how we should be beautiful, right? Maybe society tells us that we need to be very sexualized and very sexual to be beautiful, right? or we need to be this size right a size 0 or you know we need to weigh a certain amount to be beautiful and let me just say beauty comes in all shapes and sizes right we all know that right and it doesn't really matter that maybe hey you've got some wrinkles starting to show maybe you've got some grays in your hair right how much do we try to do to cover up the things that we don't like about ourselves? How many of us wear fajas? Like, let's be honest, right? Okay. So let's just be real about our flaws and let's embrace them. Okay. But at the same time, let's highlight our beauty. Let's do things. Hey, if your lipstick and your lashes make you feel like a million dollars, girl, wear that. Rock it, right? If those heels help you step into a room with confidence, rock that. Do that. That's really the season of what God has put on my heart is, look, we were created beautifully. So beautiful, Let's not hide our flaws either. Let's not get obsessed with hiding our flaws. Let's not also tear other women down just because maybe their thing is not working out. Maybe their thing's not working out. Maybe I'll be real. I have seasons where I eat so clean and healthy. And then I have seasons where I don't, where I'm eating tacos a lot, too much, like being honest. I talk about tacos so much, you guys, that I could have already been selling these things. Like, let's be real. If I told you I had tacos for a dollar and you were in my area and I had some chile, you know, some red chile de arbol to go with it, some salsa, wouldn't you be like, girl, let me go get your dollar tacos, right? (laughs) I'm just saying we talk about stuff so much, but that's that's a whole other topic. What I'm saying is that I am in the season where I'm going to embrace my flaws, right? Whatever I don't like about myself, I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to embrace the fact that, look, I keep saying I'm going to go back to being a certain size and maybe it's not going to happen. And that's okay because let's be real. Maybe I'm just not willing to commit to a diet or to exercising consistently every day. I'm not there yet, and I'm perfectly fine with that. So here's what I'm saying. Let's not try to do things to fit in with others, right? And just going back to the senora life, right? What does the senora life really bring? Yes, it brings changes, changes to our body, changes to the way that we are, right? Have you ever noticed or do you remember someone in your family having their plants, having their garden, having something that we may have looked at in the moment like, wow, this is like something old people do. Old ladies do this. (laughs) And now it's like, wait, I, I think I do this now, right? I think I'm doing this. So the reason I'm even talking about this is because I was talking to my daughter and I don't know, we said something about Senora and I started telling her like that I called someone Senora and I don't know if she got offended. And she's like, what if someone called you Senora? I said, I'm fine with that. Like, oh, wow. You think I'm a Senora? How respectful, right? (laughs) So she was just looking at me like, what are you talking about, lady, right? Because my daughter, she's 13. She thinks I'm really, really old, right? So here's the thing. In that moment, I was like, man, I'm going to embrace the senora life. It's all good. It really is. So what has your life taught you? What has life brought your way? What lessons have you learned in life that you couldn't have learned any other way? My point today is to tell you this, that instead of looking at, oh my goodness, look at this about myself, or I need to, you know, stop eating, whatever it is, right? Hey, don't beat yourself up is what I'm saying. Don't beat yourself up because maybe your wrinkles are showing. Don't beat yourself up because maybe you have grace. Don't obsess over trying to cover up something that actually can be something beautiful. Really, I'm just saying. I see lines starting to show up on my face and I'm just like, wow, I've made it this far, you know? I mean, I don't think I look 39. I still want to think that I look... 25, but I know I don't. (laughs) I'm just being honest, you know. I think one of the most beautiful things that I see that I've learned is how some women look so beautiful because they're so comfortable in their own skin and so confident in who they are as a woman, as a mujer. And that's so beautiful and attractive right? I think it's so attractive when a woman shows up gracefully and is so kind. And what I love is when I see women who are so strong in their faith and I'm like, wow, that's so beautiful. In a culture where faith may not be a big deal or maybe faith is frowned upon, To see a woman who is so faith-filled that she lives her faith out loud, I find that very attractive. And not in a weird way, okay? Not like that. I just think like, wow, what an admiration on my part to see somebody show up confidently in their convictions, in their core values, in who they are, right? That this is me, no apologizing. So that's what I want you to think about. What's your senora life look like? If you have been called senora and you felt bad, you were mad. Girl, don't be mad. Embrace it. You know what I've learned in my years? Because this is what life has taught me. This is, a, this is what I've learned in life. This is where I hope my senora life is headed. <laughs> what I've learned is that I can't control things and I cannot control people. I can't control my kids. I can't control my husband. Look, I was raised by a man who was very dominant. And I almost feel that I became this machista woman. Look, you've probably heard me say this. If you've never heard me say that, I've said it before. I was a very dominant woman. I was very like, It's my way or the highway. And that doesn't work when you're married. It doesn't work when you're trying to have a marriage that God is in the center. It just doesn't work, right? You cannot be so dominant to the point that you're not willing to really hear how your spouse feels, how your husband feels. Listen, I'm being very honest here, okay? Yes, I was a control freak for so many years. I was a control freak. And I know for a fact, I can tell you this because I've been divorced and remarried and it was the same person. Okay. That's another episode that doesn't work to be so freaking dominant. You're a control freak. It's your way or the highway. I'm just going to be honest here. Our husbands, our spouses, they have feelings. They really do. And what I've learned is that men won't always open up. They want to be strong for their woman. And they won't always tell you right away when something is bothering you, especially if you're a control freak. And I'm not here to judge you. If, if you're struggling with control, right? I've been there. I get it. I understand. So one of the things that I've learned in my senora life right? In my years. And this is where I hope my senora life is headed. I can't control everything or everyone, but you know what I can do? I can pray for them. Okay. Because I believe that prayer changes the atmosphere. I believe that prayer changes things. I can go and I can talk to God all day, every day about what's going on, right? What I see that I think, hey, this isn't really okay pray for them. I can pray. And maybe you're like, Mikaela, come on now. You got to say something. Yeah, girl, you can say it. You can say it. But I know as someone who has struggled with being too harsh, especially with those that I love, because I think, oh, I'm just trying to help them. I'm just helping them understand that they got to be better humans and better people. And I love them. So I'm going to push them to be better. Look, we don't always have to push people to be better. We can lead by example. That's a whole other topic, right? So, what I've learned from my senora life, or yes, I'll just say it my senora life, right? What I've learned in life, what life has taught me that I hope it, this is where my senora life is leading, is that I will be less controlling, okay? Because I don't want to be controlling. I really, really don't. When we are not controlling, When we let go just a little bit of the control, a lot actually, we allow people to grow. We allow them to learn from their mistakes. Life has really taught me that what other people think about me or what I do is irrelevant. And let me say this, even if it's your family that you love with all of your heart, sometimes family can be the ones to criticize us the most. I'm just saying it. Not from my own experience, but also from what other women have told me. I have been a life coach, right? I've interacted with lots of women because of this community, because of the podcast. I've heard stories from other women. Women open up to me quite a lot. And so... A lot of times it's our own family who's not cheering for us. And that makes us want to quit and not do what we feel in our heart to do. And let me tell you something. What other people think about what you do is irrelevant. And I don't mean it in a mean way, right? Here's where I may sound a little bit harsh. I can be harsh. Yes, I can. I'll admit it. So I got to check myself a lot. I got to check myself and like, girl, don't say that. (laughs) I'm just saying, right? Not everyone appreciates a very honest person. So a lot of times I'll just zip it like, girl, you don't got to say that, right? (laughs) That's where I'm like, let me just vent this to God. But listen, I've learned that what other people think about me or what I do is irrelevant. It really is. For so many years, I had this fear, what what are people going to think about me? To the point that I wouldn't even do what God put on my heart to do. Being so worried about what others thought that I got anxiety. And so what other people think of you is really irrelevant. Sorry, there's no other way for me to say it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It really is. Especially if you have gifts and talents and you know that there's something bigger for you to do on this earth. How are you not going to do it? Just because you want to please other people, just because you're scared about what they're going to think of you. Let me tell you something. Once you just do the thing and you keep doing it and you keep showing up and you are consistent with whatever you're doing, those people will look at you like, wow, I'm I'm like amazed. Like, wow, look what you did. Their narrative, their story changes. I'm just telling you. And then you got the criticones, right? La gente criticona, right? Here we go with the señora life, right? La gente criticona. Like, I don't know if you heard this growing up, but I did. La gente fisgona, right? No fisgando ver qué estás haciendo, right? Like, people just looking at you, what you're doing, right? Type of thing. Hey, it's all good. Smile, right? Be graceful. Like, come on. Have you ever met a señora who's so graceful that she's just beautiful? Like, wow, I've met senoras like that. And I'm like, wow. All that to say, in that senora life, I hope to be more graceful. And I hope that I don't look to the side to think about, oh my God, what is that person going to say if I do this? Because at the end of it all, when you look away from who's looking at you and you Look towards your mission, right? Maybe your calling, what God has put on your heart, and you look towards that. And you don't focus on looking in the direction of those who are maybe criticizing you, but you look towards what God has before you. Then you show up authentically. Then you show up to do the thing that's on your heart, your passion you show up in your gifts, then you're not so worried about what people are going to say anymore. It's less and less a thing about what are they going to say? And let me please them. That a lot of time comes from people pleasing, right? I'm just saying, okay? Now, something that I don't want to pick up in my senora life <laughs> Something that I don't want to pick up on is chismosas, okay? Las mujeres chismosas. No, thank you. I don't want to live my life in the way that I'm being a chismosa, okay? And what do I mean by that? Because I know a lot of women talk about cafecito y chismen. No, girl. I want cafecito and prayer. Let me lift you up. Cafecito and encouragement. Cafecito and empowerment. You know why? Because when we lift each, when we empower one another, when we encourage one another, when we lift each other up as women in that way, girl, we are stronger. We're more powerful. When we lift each other up, we empower each other. We sharpen each other to walk in our giftings, right? Is that a word, giftings? <laughs> to walk in our gifts, to walk in, you know, our purpose, to utilize our talents. So I don't want cafecito and cheese, man. I want cafecito and prayer. Cafecito and a touch of let me lift you up, girl. What you going through? Let's talk about it, right? That's what I desire in my heart. And let me say, Is it easy to not cheese me out? I think that if you're not careful, you can literally fall into gossip. I've done it. I freaking feel bad about it. Right? Not liking what someone's doing and you think you're discussing this situation, but then you fall into gossip. Girl, you got to be so careful. You have to be so careful because here's the truth. You could cheese me out all day, every day. For those of you who don't know what cheese me out is cheese, man, you probably already figured it out. I'm talking about gossiping. Um, Look, you could all day, every day gossip about somebody. You could do it. But what if that woman or that person or that whoever it is, right? What if that person's struggling? What if that person's going through some things? What if that person has something that, man, you could pray for them? right your prayers could intervene and change their heart or change the situation so that is one of my biggest regrets is moments when i have fallen into gossip because i'm thinking that i'm discussing something with someone it, it could be a professional thing you got to be careful you got to be careful when you are a woman of faith who has a business, right? If you're discussing something business-wise, something professionally, and you're having a discussion, it can quickly turn into gossip. So I feel bad for the times that I have fallen into that. Really, truly, I do. For the most part, I don't get into the cheesement. I don't do it. I don't wanna do it. I don't care. (laughs) Because I have better things to do I'm just like I'm oh, let me pray for this person but see you got to be careful because let me say this okay and then I'm going to wrap up this episode listen you got to be careful because if you have grown up in dysfunction and in a toxic environment and the people that you grew up with were toxic people it's real quick real quickly you can get comfortable with toxicity all over again. Okay. So you got to be careful who you're talking to, who you're hanging out with. Really pay attention to the red flags that this person is a little bit toxic. Why? Because sometimes we are drawn to certain people because they have a little bit of, of toxicity that someone we loved once had. So I hope that made sense. Now we have to be very careful. Okay. Because a lot of times it's easy to fall back into certain habits that are toxic or unhealthy because it was what we once knew. So you got to really pay attention. And this is why to me, prayer is such an important thing. It really moves my heart and shifts my heart in a different direction, right? Because it's easy to look at things from a selfish perspective, right? And I'm all about checking your heart. Hmm, what's my motive here? Why did I say that? Oh, wait a minute. Why do I want to do this? Or why did I get upset about this? Wait, why am I feeling some type of way about this person? Things that happened in my head, literally, right? Mm, Why did they say that? Hold on, let me check. Right? But I'm not going. I'm not going to the cheesement. Like, girl, guess what happened? Oh, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm like, hold on, wait a second, Micaela. I have this whole conversation with myself, girl. Let's sit down. What's going on? Why are you feeling this way, right? Doing the heart check. That is so important. Something I used to teach my clients um, when I was life coaching. Uh, And I said when I was life coaching, because that's another thing that in this season, I see how important it is to empower women to use their voice and share their stories. Señora life, right? How many señoras do you know who love to share their stories? My grandma used to do it all the time. She would share her stories with me. And when I miss her, it's her stories that I remember. It's her stories that I think about. It's her stories that I sit and tell my 13-year-old daughter about. The stories of my grandma, Micaela. And, you know, my grandma died when my daughter was a few weeks born. And so it's the stories right? That's what I think about with the Senora Life, the stories. So thinking about that, your story is powerful. And I'm so passionate about that, that that is where all my energy is going into is my podcast academy to help you share your stories, share your God message, lift your voice so that you can empower others with the mission and the message on your heart. And guess what? If you have an online business, if you're a coach, if you have a business with products, if you're a service provider, you can monetize those things by using your podcast as a marketing tool, but also a tool to nurture and build trust with your audience. So pretty soon I'm going to be announcing the Podcast Academy. So listen, the stories are part of the Señora life. They really are. They truly, truly are. And so this is why I'm embracing my Señora life. Seriously, I'm so excited for it. I really am. So what has life taught you? And what does your Señora life look like? I feel like I can have a whole workshop about this. What does your Señora life look like? What are you hoping for? What are you hoping to gain? What are you hoping to really step into as you age gracefully? Because I think that the senora life can be a beautiful thing, especially when life has taught you hard lessons that have filled your heart and soul with so much wisdom. Anyway, girl, I hope that you have an amazing week. And I hope that this episode encouraged your heart. And share it, please share it with your amigas because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. Hey, if you had have not gotten your copy of Dear Fearless Mujer, you were created for more. Send me a DM on Instagram. I will send you a signed copy. It is twenty. 99 for the book and $4 for shipping. So just send me a DM. I had a few people message me last night. And so I'm happy to send that out to you. So send me a DM. I still have some books in stock. So while I have them, go ahead and send me a message. Let me know that you want a copy. Maybe you want to send one to your amigas. Uh, but other than that, girl, you have an amazing week. I love you. God bless you. Hey, mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Muhed is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmujed.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.